Detroit, you're Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Well, we don't have Perry Allen Wood with us today, but we do have... Allen. Allen. <laughs> Allen Hill and his daughter, Jada Tesnier, and I'm Ronnie Black. We're here bringing you Start Your Engines this morning. How's it going, Allen, Jada? Going good. Just a little cloudy outside. Hope we're going to get to race, but I see uh, Jada just sent me a little text over here from her phone, said... Uh, Harris Speedway has already canceled out for tonight, so... Uh, That's kind of early, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of early, but uh, they just plan on having a big show up there, and they're going to play out a lot of money, and sometimes they'll go ahead and call these races to let these people make arrangements to go to a different racetrack if they can, but uh, I'd like to thank Perry Allen and everybody for letting us be in here today, me and my daughter. Uh, this is kind of special for us. Oh, absolutely. And Jada, this is not the first time on radio you were with us on the telephone a few weeks ago. Indeed. But this is the first time in studio. It is. It's a different feel. I kind of like it. Good. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. I appreciate it. Perry and them took off and went up there to, what do they call it, Mayberry? Is Mount Mayberry. Area? Mount, yeah. Mount, Mary, Mount Area, something like that. In and, North uh, Carolina, yeah. Sent, sent me a text and he's up there with another fellow friend of mine, my brother, Mike Hill. Uh, I started telling him, send him a text back, make sure you got both hands on your billfold because... Uh, <laughs> Now, you did tell me Perry's going to call in this morning. Yeah, Perry said he wanted to call in this morning about 10, 20. Let us know how everything's going up there at Mount Airy with all the racing people up there. But uh, yeah, And people of you may not know, Mount Airy uh, was Andy Griffith's hometown. And so they have embraced the culture of Mayberry, and that's why they call it Mayberry, North Carolina. Well, they calling this deal of a moonshiners plus a racers convention or something like that up there. But... Uh, we had a little bit of racing going on last week. At, uh, Kevin Harvick kind of showed, stuck up the field where he was at. He did. It looked like the Kevin Harvick of last year. And it, it really did. We had uh, had some great racing there. I bet you in boys, uh, I bet you they call in Mobile One. They're going to say, uh, we're going <laughs> to slide this car back over in the corner. We do not want to touch this car because... Everybody knows that Indianapolis Speedway is more like uh, Miami racetrack down there. And the way that car was going around that racetrack, uh Listen, once he got the lead, he just kind of checked out, didn't he? He did check out. Everybody was sitting there talking about it. He could just drive on the outside of them bulls and just uh, drive it off in there. But we are into the NASCAR. Well, we're going to get into these NASCAR playoffs. We got 16 drivers. We got three races coming up. And... uh after these three races, we're going to have four of them out. But uh, these next three races, we're going to start this weekend at Las Vegas Speedway. Everybody knows that's a mile and a half. Uh, watched some of the little bit of the practice session yesterday afternoon. In practice, Kurt Busch was fast. Joey Logano was second fast. Brad Keselowski was about third. And then come in Kyle Busch. So, uh, you know, these boys is getting ready. It's a whole different atmosphere whenever he goes to the playoffs. Oh, absolutely, it is. And uh, then after we go from Las Vegas, they're going to go to Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia, uh, 
kind of a little smaller racetrack, about, I think it's a mile racetrack somewhere along in there. I think three quarters to a mile. Uh, when you go to Richmond, everybody's got to be thinking about Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano. Them two fast cars up there, plus uh, another one that could slide in there is uh, the 14 car of Clint Boyer. He is. He always runs good at Richmond, Virginia. Then after we go from Richmond, Virginia, we're going to move on down to Charlotte. We're going to have a road course in our playoffs, and that's the Roval. Everybody knows what happened at the Roval last year between uh, Jimmy Johnson and uh, Truex coming down to the last lap, and uh, Jimmy Johnson made the bonsai move, getting down into that corner and kind of took both of them out. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Blaney must ran one that race. So, uh, you know, this is a big... Big toss up between who's going to make it into this next round, and uh, but we're going to see who it is. We got a bunch of good drivers into it. We got what we call the big six: is Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Brian Martin Truex, Brad Keselowski, Danny Hamlin. We got three Toyotas from the Gibbs camp. We got three Fords. Two of them's from the Penske camp, and one of them's from the Stewart camp. And uh, I say from the Stuart camp, we also got Clint Boyer in there from Stuart. But I don't. Clint shows some uh, brilliance sometimes, and sometimes he shows that, you know, drivers do make a mistake. But uh, we're going to get into that after they run those three races. Then we're going to move on down to Dover, Talladega, and Kansas. And whenever you say the next three. You got Talladega in there. Talladega is kind of like the Charlotte Roval. They are they are kind of putting some racetracks in this playoff that is a toss up. It really is, and and they've got a pretty wide variety of styles. Yes, and and I like that. If you're going to have the playoffs, you got to do it right. Yep. I just uh, don't get me wrong. Only thing which me personally, I just don't like it coming down to one racetrack for the championship. I mean, I wish they would put like three or four racetracks in there, and then you just take the average of the three or four. I could live with that. I mean, that's uh, you got you got you got some racetracks. Everybody knows when you go to Miami, you can't count out the forty-two car, which is Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson mm-hmm. always gets around that racetrack, hugs that wall, and uh, sometimes you know, sometimes everybody realizes that sometimes a racetrack will favor. A different race car driver. Yeah. And then drivers have their favorite tracks. Yes. And I mean, that's, uh, you go you go to a certain racetrack, everybody knows that Dover, Jimmy Johnson, everybody mm-hmm. else, you, you have to think of that. But, uh, and also into Indianapolis, one of the big stories was uh, who finished third? Bubba Wallace and the Richard Pettick 43 car. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but I like it when he does well. Yes. And, I mean, that's, uh, he, uh, you put the race car up underneath that driver, and that driver will go. I mean, that's another thing. Yes. And uh, something else that's broke news this week is Matt Benedetto. I like Benedetto, too. Matt Benedetto is going to be driving the 21 car for the Wood Brothers next year. And I think I got to liking him when I learned how to pronounce his name. <laughs> yes. It was a little complicated. Uh, Paul Menard is going to retire from uh, full-time racing. He's going to be a part-time driver. And I've 
heard that he also had a big part of uh, saying that he would like to have Matt Benedetto driving this uh, 41 Wood Brothers car. And uh, if you've watched the show on uh, TV about the Wood Brothers, they've had a, a number of different drivers over their past uh, probably, what, 40 years of racing and stuff like that since NASCAR. Yeah. And uh, every one of their drivers have actually won races in that car. So that car... And you know when you go to Daytona and Talladega, something about that car is, I don't know if it's streamlined or if they got the running gear in in what I call proper angles and stuff like that to where it just frees that whole race car up and it just seems like it wants to fly around that racetrack. Right. But uh, we're going to get into a little bit of more of this uh, NASCAR playoffs stuff. Whenever they go. And uh, last night, we had the truck race at Las Vegas. Uh, if anybody watched the truck race last night. I planned on watching it, and I got hung up watching high school football. Okay. <laughs> but uh, on some of these restarts, these trucks were actually going five wide. Now I wish I had seen that. Oh, yeah. That was real interesting. And plus, you've seen some uh, interesting uh Scenarios coming out whenever Thor Motorsports had three of their cars actually kind of something. Uh, one driver said uh, they hit something on the racetrack. Another driver said we had a major engine failure. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know which one's going to come in, but uh, Ross Chastain, our watermelon feller, he won stage one. He won stage two. Uh, but when it come down to the end of it, Austin Hill, he come up to be the winner of this race. Ross Chastain was second. But uh, they actually dropped two two cars out, and one of them was Johnny Salter. And everybody thought that Johnny Salter, as many, many years as he'd been in this truck series, that he would actually advance on. But Johnny, well, if you know anything, if you, if you casually listen to the, the truck series, you know the name Johnny Salters. Yes. That's about like uh, one that retired here not too long ago. I, his his name's done left me just now, but uh, but I'll get to him. Grant Infinger also he uh, fell out, and uh, so he uh, will not even actually make the playoffs too. So now we go into the six drivers: Ross Chastain, Brett Moffitt, Stuart Friesen, Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton had engine trouble. But he actually had enough points stored up to where he actually advanced on to the next round. And Tyler Ackerman, by two points, made it on. Tyler Ackerman, last night, didn't actually know it, but uh, sponsored by Rusty Wallace. Didn't know that Rusty Wallace had a motorcycle. I did not either. (laughs) He had a motorcycle dealership. And uh, he actually... Sponsored Tyler Ackerman last night in this race. Cool. Yes, it is. So, uh, we're going to get into some more of this uh, later on. But uh, Right now, let's take our first break, Alan. All right. And we'll come back right after these messages. And hopefully, we'll have Perry Allen Wood on the line. As we told you, he and Greg Moore are up in uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina. And uh, they're going to tell us what they're doing up there. We'll be back right after these messages. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force Hotline now at 864 468 1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. 
When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Now say this out loud as you're driving around in your car. Fox Sports 1400 has Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd back to back. Dan Patrick at 9, Colin Cowherd at noon. You hit the nail on the head. This is Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Every now and then we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina is the perfect place to decompress at Watery Lake RV. Enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissan are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's $179. Rogue's $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new Kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality Used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up for Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Rova. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Rova, or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Well, we are back, and true to our word, we've got a caller calling in that I think everybody's going to recognize, straight from the the show in North Carolina, Perry Allen Wood. Perry, how are you doing this morning? Doing great up here in beautiful Mount Airy, North Carolina, and there's thousands of people here, and old race drivers, and old people that write about race drivers, and it's uh, cool about... 68 degrees and a little overnight rain, so it's uh, just overcast now, and I'll tell you, the weather couldn't be better. It's beautiful up here. Well, did y'all go up last night or drive up this morning? Oh, we came yesterday and uh, got here about 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon and um, just goofed around. In fact, we spent the day with Nelson Crozier, uh, you know, watching uh, football and stuff that... Uh, out of water in hole and just had a, a wonderful afternoon. Well, I, I do have to tell you, Perry, that I'm enjoying it a whole lot more this week because sitting in your chair over across from me is Jada Tesnier, and she's a whole lot prettier than you are. A lot of people are a whole lot prettier than I am, but I, <laughs> she's doing anything like the job she did for us a few weeks ago. I know it's uh, it's a pleasure to have her. Absolutely. Now, tell everybody what y'all are doing up there and, and what all's going on. Well, this is the first annual Mount Airy Racing and Moonshine Festival. And I can be pretty sure in saying it won't be the last one. This place <laughs> is packed. Um, I'll send you some more pictures when we're done. I just sent you one while I was on hold. I don't know if you got it or not. But that's the big, uh, a big over, uh, sort of a pavilion they built with uh, all kinds of race drivers and mechanics and Greg's under there selling our book while I'm over here, and Rex White and Waddell Wilson, and I mean, just tons of race drivers, and uh, it's a wonderful event, and people are lining up coming through there to uh, get their autographs, and a lot of them are selling uh, little items like die casts and postcards are usually given away, but a lot of autographs and a lot of goodwill, and it's just a, it's just a great event, you know. Um, well, it sounds like they picked a the perfect weekend for it. They did, and when I woke up this morning and looked out the window and it was raining, I said, well, they picked a lousy weekend for it, but it has stopped raining and, and everything's dried up, and it's just a cool overcast. It's a great day. It's perfect. We still got you? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cut off. I thought we had lost the signal up there in the mountains. Well, I'm standing in one spot. Seems to be working pretty good for me, but... uh I had to get away from the crowd because it's real noisy over there, and I'm just hoping they don't fire one of these race cars up. We got a <laughs> out here on Main Street. There's a it's just lined with race cars on both sides, old sportsman cars and modified cars, and a few uh, a few Cup cars. Uh, there's an Earnhardt car here, and and uh, Kelly Yarbrough's got a car up here. So it's a uh, it's just terrific. It's you know. And listen, that I'm sure, you know, they, they have a lot of these, but this sort of replaced the one they had about 50 miles away that they had each year in Hillsboro. And when they sort of went belly up, they uh, came up with the idea of doing this one. And, and I think it's going to be a big success. If 
if they don't get greedy and try to make a bunch of money off of it, so that seems what kills these things. Well, also, if if you have a family and not everybody in your family is interested in racing, if you go to Mount Airy, there are other things up there besides this racing weekend. They have, I was telling people earlier before we called you that Mount Airy has embraced the culture of Mayberry yeah. because it's the hometown of Andy Griffith. And there's a lot of stuff to see up there besides just this racing weekend stuff. Hey, yeah, you're absolutely right, and I'll touch on that again in a second, but I told you Rex was over here signing autographs, but actually he's just pulling up in his car. Just say hello, Rex. Hello. <laughs> hello, Rex. Rex. <laughs> That's the 1960 Grand National Champion. He's just getting here, and looks like, he, what, he just, we figured out he just turned 90, and he looks like he's about 60. He looks a whole lot better than me and Greg. Well, it's been a few years since we've talked to him, but I remember the last time we called him, he was in the grocery store, and he just... Pulled his card over to the side and propped his foot up on the back of it and talked to us for about 20 minutes. No, actually, the last time we talked to him was back in the summer, and he was at Bojangles. That's right. We have talked to him that, uh, since he, then. He was at but, Bojangles with his buddies because I was supposed to call him at uh, 9.30, but I think I screwed up the time or something. But anyway, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking sharp, and so is a lot of other people. But from what you were saying a minute ago, yeah, this is a great family event, and it's kind of funny. I heard some guy over there talking about, you know, back in the day. People say back in the day. And he was referring something to something that happened in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that was not back in the day. Like back in somebody's day, I guess. But, you know, back in the day was like 1950 to me. At least. But uh, are, are you... Who happens to be my age, but yeah, it's uh, I, the turnout. I don't think it'd have been any better, and I haven't even walked up and down the street yet. But all you can see is people. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad it's going great, and we're looking forward to you, you being back in two or three weeks, and and hopefully Greg will be back next week. Uh, well, Greg and I are going to be in Augusta next week. All right, that's right, and it's the week after that. Week after that, you'll get Greg back, and I'll right. be in Columbia watching them, uh, watching my daughter for um, parents' weekend. But uh, right you know, this I is, believe uh, this, is this her junior year. She's a no, so she's a sophomore. Sophomore, okay. Yeah, and, I lost uh, track. She's uh, down there tailgating and partying, and, and probably getting ready to be disappointed. <laughs> Easy now, Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just hey, reality. I was watching. I was watching ESPN this morning, and they pointed out that South Carolina's won three of the last five. So you know, anything can happen. That's right. Yeah, that's what they say. That's the reason you have to well, play the game and you have to race the race. Well, that's what I heard. They are going to go ahead and have it and see what happens. So, who was it? somebody beat uh, oh, West I... Tennessee about a twenty-five point favorite against Georgia State and see what happened there. Well, I, I actually, you know, I, I'm a Clemson fan, but uh, actually today I'm pulling for South Carolina. Well, I mean, that's okay. I, I can't do that. I'm not as good a person as you are, Ronnie. I mean, I don't ever pull for Clemson, and I don't, I, but I mean, I understand it, and I, I'm, I'm really proud of the Clemson people that pull for South Carolina. I just can't do it. I'm, you know, and I told you we sat at the bar a couple of weeks ago for lunch, <laughs> and I told you all about my history with Clemson and going over there and pretending to broadcast the games and 
Frank Howard oh, yeah. and all that stuff. But, so, I mean, I got a heavy Clifton history. I just went all the way in one direction. <laughs> well, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. No, but, you know, I was thinking the other day, honest to God, it, it makes South Carolina look real good having a, a superpower football team, although it's not mine. It's, uh, it, you know, you think of North Carolina, you think of basketball. Well, I think when you think of South Carolina, you might start thinking about football. And and um, and we we got to contribute to that a little more, and hopefully we will. Well, let's get let's get back to the uh, the weekend of yeah. Mount Airy just a little bit now. Okay. How long do the events go on for today? Well, it started at nine o'clock. They had the national anthem with the Boy Scouts, and we all sang the, the national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance, and it goes until six. But I can promise you that I'm not going to be out here signing autographs for nine hours. In fact. Uh, <laughs> Greg and I do a lot of these, or, you know, we've done a lot of them, and we usually about had it by 2 o'clock. I mean, if there's people lined up buying books, I'm not going to, I won't leave. But uh, we've sold quite a few already, and we've only been open for an hour and a half. Uh, The show's only been going on an hour and a half. And so uh, I'm thinking probably by 2.30 or 3 o'clock we'll be going to a, a little spot across from our we're staying at the mayberry inn by the way and there's a little <laughs> how a little appropriate place across from it yeah a little place across from it called the coaches with a whole bunch of tvs and, and cool beverages and hamburgers and things and i think we'll probably be there for the three thirty football game well now how long did it take you to drive to mount air yesterday oh it, the traffic was great you know i never had been up 77 since they uh finished it you know, right. Well, I said I haven't been to Mount Airy since they built 77, so I'm not sure how long the trip takes now. Well, we made it up here from me picking up Greg until, uh, I mean, we stopped in Statesville for, uh, for some lunch. But if we'd have driven straight through, we'd have done it in between two and a half and three hours, and it was a beautiful trip. I mean, clear sailing. And listen, folks, even those of you even, listening to us right now, you still got the, time to drive up there and catch the tail end of this thing. Yeah, and uh, actually, um, if you can't do this one, it looks to me like the same cast of characters are going to be in Augusta, Georgia next week, which uh, we've never been to that one either. We were going last year, and that tor- the hurricane came through, and we right. just couldn't leave our families. And, uh, and that, listen, that Augusta's not a bad drive at all from Spartanburg. No, no. I'm looking forward to going down there. I've never been to that venue, and... Uh, it's just great to see these people. I mean, there's, there's race drivers and people walking around here in their 80s and 90s. Well, Rex is 90 and he just drove up. So, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's like a it's like a big reunion. It's old know? home week. Yep, and I'm looking forward to doing it again next week. Oh, right, listen, we we appreciate you calling in, and you said you saw uh, Nelson this morning, and we're anticipating well, he's going to call in about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I haven't seen him this morning, Greg. Uh, called him on the phone to see if he wanted to ride in with us because at that time it was pretty miserable and rainy. That was about oh, about seven thirty, quarter to eight this morning to get here early and get set up. And he was going to stick around a little bit and um, come in his own car later. We were just trying to save uh, save him from having to drive. Right. And, um, but we were spent most of the day with him yesterday, and Nelson's looking good. And I know he's planning on calling in. Well, that's great. What? Oh, are you are you are we doing picks this week or no? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Doing good, sir. How are you? 
I'm doing great. I thought maybe you went out to get a drink of water or something. Well, I'm just sitting here, uh, you know, I, I was going to... I was going to kind of call it, ask in here for a minute about what you thought about this um, Matt Danadetto getting in this Wood Brothers ride this next year. Well, I think it's the luckiest break he's, you know, he could have uh, at this particular point in his career. Because, uh, you know, I never have, uh, to me, Paul Menard has been an adequate driver. I wouldn't put him in the upper echelon of, of stock car drivers. And I think Matt, be, and he's going to retire, which is fine. David Reagan's retired, and he had a couple of big wins, so that's fine. But I, Matt Di Benedetto has got his whole career ahead of him, and the, the Wood Brothers might just be the step to, to take him to the next next level, you know. And they need a good driver too, so well, I you, think it's a great thing. You called it Matt Benedetto's lucky break. This may be a, a lucky break also for the Wood Brothers because I think he could be a superstar. Well, I do too, and. Um, and that's what I just said. You know, this could be it, this could be their big break. They, uh, you, you know, they they kind of haven't done much lately. They qualify good, they run good, and with the and with the the connection they've got, the late uh, a late liaison. If I get it out with a uh, Penske, you know, I think uh, I think Matt be he's hungry. He wants to win, and uh, I think he will. Well, you mo- most of the race car drivers after they leave one team after, you know, I ain't going to say they got shunned like that. Kyle Busch was with Hendricks, and once he moved yeah. over to Joe Gibbs, and now Matt Benedetto is, you know, I ain't going to say getting kind of shunned out from Toyota, and now he's going to a Ford. It might be something, you know, to look at. Yeah, but I think it will be, and I, he might remember that every time he passes a Gibbs car. I don't know. I'm not yes, he will. I'm not putting thoughts in his head, but... Uh, you, you know... <laughs> You know, every time every, every time you come up on something that somebody's kind of, you just kind of give it like 125% to get on by. That's absolutely right. And uh, it, it, was, it was great seeing your brother up here. I, uh, as soon as he opened his mouth, I said, well, I don't really know what Mike Hill looks like, but he sounds like Alan Hill. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> Except I'm prettier. Well, you are just a tad. Not much, but a little bit. <laughs> I like it. Hey. I like the text hey. I got from you last week. Which one? About cutting my daughter in on the purse. It hurt. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, Jada was not cut in on the purse. So <laughs> he told me he's cut you. He told me he's cut you in since you were born, and I and I texted him back. Said, yeah. Good pop. <laughs> yeah. We're just glad Jada made the decision to go to Harris. Well, I tell you what. Um, you got a great family there, Mike, and the ones that I've talked to and met, you know, you've uh, got a lot to be proud of, and that's quite a racing heritage, too. It's not just the Moores and the Owenses and the Pearsons and Spartanburg, I can tell you that, and the Clements. Absolutely. We are blessed. Well, you really are. But, uh, yeah, well, the next some other Spartanburg people here. I saw uh, Bill Rossi's walking around here, you know, Mario Rossi's son, and... Uh, Somebody else can't think of who it was. Of course, Rex just showed up. So they come from far and far and away to be here. Well, like you said, thousands of people up there. Next year, it'll probably be about five, six thousand people up there because it it's might, spread. Well, it might be. It might be that many this year. I just know, as far as I can see, there's people and race cars, and everybody seems to be smiling so far. Well, you can start working on it when you get back, and maybe by next year we can do a a live remote show from that. That well, you know, 
Tim Lee, Tim Leeming that we've had on the show a couple of weeks ago or a month or so ago. He's doing his uh, podcast from here right now. He's, he's set up right next to where Greg and I are. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't be the only one up here. Uh, there's that'd be a, a great idea, as a matter of fact. Oh, you can talk to some of your friends up there. Maybe could help us get that sponsored. Okay, we can do that. They love us. They love Greg. I can tell you that. Uh, me too, I guess. But I mean, you know, Greg's a <laughs> Greg's a full fledged celebrity. I just write about him. <laughs> I'm a Klingon. <laughs> uh, listen, we appreciate it, and we appreciate you calling in, and we look forward to having you back one day. Okay, well, we'll I'll be back in October. <laughs> but uh, y'all, y'all have a good show because Greg and I are going to listen to the podcast driving home tomorrow. All right. Well, that sounds good, and. We're going to go to our next commercial break, and when we come back, hopefully we'll have Nelson Crozier on here, and we can get him with his full segment in, and we'll okay. say goodbye to Perry, and you tell... We need it. Who are you going to pick this weekend? Oh, Perry? yeah, yeah. Your oh, pick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't talked to Nelson yet, I, I picked Keselowski last week, and the last time I saw him, he was stacked up on his side in a pile of tires, but uh, <laughs> I, I'll go with him again. All right. We how about how about Greg? Do you know who he wants? Is he oh, taking the Woods Brothers? Yeah, let's give him the Wood Brothers. All right. We'll talk to Nelson here in a minute. How about you, Ronnie? Okay. Uh, well, I would like to pick the four car, but I know Nelson's probably going to pick him. So, uh, can I make a suggestion? Go ahead. This this race is in Las Vegas, and the Bushes are from there, and they they. Kind of like the show off well, in front of the home folks. That's what I was thinking, and, and uh, I think I'm going to go with Kyle rather than Kurt. All right, that'll work. I tell you, got a good chance. He's probably a little mad about last week. You know, I, I bet couldn't he is. Quite get, couldn't quite get to the front. Jody, you want to pick a car this week? Well, if you go with Kyle, I'll go with Kurt. Sounds there good. Go. All right, we're going to go with Kurt there. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Joey Logano. I think he's going to pull that rabbit out of a hat. It could happen. Yep. Well, I tell you what, if Jada wins, she'll, I've been doing this all year, and she'll be ahead of me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that hasn't won yet. All right. We'll get Nelson on here in just a little bit. We'll let him take his pick and see who he's going to take on this thing. And if he wants the 22 car, I'll let him have it, and I'll back out, and I'll take Denny Hamlin. All, all right. right. Well, let me... Let me get back over here because I don't want Greg to start discounting our product. <laughs> He's probably got them two for one by now. I know it. He, uh, you know, he'll sell a book and say, here, give me an extra $5. He can have two. Oh, so, no. He's way too, way too generous. Uh, thanks a lot, Perry. And y'all be safe up there. Be safe coming home tonight. Okay. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. And y'all have a great rest of the show. Thank you. That was Perry Allen Wood, who is... Normally our full-fledged host, but he had a previous commitment. He's going to be going next week to Augusta to another show. And then the following week, he's going to be in Columbia at Parents Weekend for his daughter, who's a sophomore at the University of South Carolina. And don't ever blame a parent for spending time with their kids. Absolutely not. And we'll go to our next commercial break. And when we come back, hopefully we will have Nelson Crozier who is our NASCAR insider. And listen, he knows all kind of stuff. Yes, he does. Uh, we'll be back right after this. 
Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like French fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and you'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultimates, $179. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new Kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba. Or call at 864-810-4528. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. We've already heard from your cohorts in crime up in Mount Airy that that's where you are this weekend. That's correct. Uh, I've invented this two words, hot and grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's it going up there? We, we just got through talking to Perry and he said that the rain had stopped and it, it was pretty cool and pleasant right now. It is very humid, but uh, you know, a whole lot cooler than this here in Spartanburg. Okay, well, we're sitting in the studio with Alan and Jada, his daughter, and is there anything going on in NASCAR that you have heard about that we may not have? Well, a couple of things. Uh, one is I said the grasshoppers out here uh, in Vegas are <laughs> creating havoc because they're parking up the grills on the cars. Wow. Uh, but... Uh, you know, of course, uh, the 48 being out of uh, the chase, uh, there's a lot of talk. Uh, Matt Ginabetto, uh is taking the place of uh, Paul Menard, who's retiring in the 21 car. That probably was the biggest shocker of the week. Yeah, now going back to the 48 car, what's the mood been around the, the pits that, that he didn't make it this time? Well, I mean, he's very realistic. He said, now we just got to get harder and win some races. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's been just a given that he, uh, ever since we went to this format, uh, you know, he's been in the chase. Right. A uh, couple of other things. Uh, uh, the word is that the uh, 2021 uh, car the chassis is going to be made by Dolora, who makes a lot of the IndyCar chassis. Do you think that 
think that will make a, a big difference? Well, all the uh, all the chassis will be the same, uh, but the biggest thing is how much are they going to cost? Are they made in Italy or are they made in Indianapolis? Wow! Or are they going to open up a shop uh, in the Charlotte area? And then again, you get into the demand of the chassis. You know, you you got you got a you know. A company up here like Hendricks that says, I want 15 chassis, are they going to be able to produce them that fast? No. Uh, they're going to be limited on how many chassis they're going to uh, purchase. You know, so for, uh, you know, given a car number, uh, I don't know whether it's going to be three or four or, you know, how many they're going to be able to have for the year. Well, I mean, uh, you get into you got long tracks, you got short tracks, you got road courses, you've got uh, different things. So, I mean, they gonna well, they gonna make they gonna make these teams get down to like you was talking about three cars. And now you've got one car. It's actually what we call a backup car, Nelson. Right. Well, uh, you know, as I understand it, and uh, you know, it's still a little bit away, uh, but you know, it's going to be one chassis uh, for all tracks. And, you know, you change suspension and, you know, a lot of different things. But then uh, on the suspension, the rear end assembly is supposed to be going to be made by Detroit Speed out there in Mooresville and Indianapolis. Well, now, if, if you have a, a really unlucky year with some bad wrecks and you run out of chassis, are you just out of luck? No, I'm sure there will be an exception that... You know, you'll have to turn that chassis in in order to get another one. Okay. Well, you know, the teams have started, you know, everybody a long time ago, which everybody just about forgot, Banjo Matthews and stuff like that. Everybody used to go to Banjo. And then you had the Laughlins over here in Simpsonville and stuff. But uh, most of the teams from then on, they started, you know, the last 30 years started building their own chassis. Right. Right. Uh, and, you know, how many people is that going to put out of uh, your work? Yep. And uh, don't get me wrong, our our cars are going to the carbon fiber now, so now you really don't have sheet metal specialists, what we used to call sheet metal specialists, you used to build the bodies. Well, from what I understand from some of the quote, sheet metal specialists, uh, the carbon fiber bodies are going to need more massaging than the metal bodies. Uh-huh. Because even though they're flange fit, uh, there are still a lot of tweaks you can do to make them a lot faster. Alright. So, uh, we're going to go to Delara Chassis, and that's going to put a whole bunch of these boys, you know, actually looking for jobs now. Uh, your welders, stuff like that. I guess they're going to be coming with the roll cages already on them, or, or is this just the chassis itself without the roll cage? Well, I would suspect it's chassis with a roll cage because they're pretty much integral anymore. Well, if if they get into the chassis with the roll cage, they gonna have to have a shop. Don't get me wrong; they gonna have to open up a shop up here next to Charlotte somewhere. I mean, oh no, I, no question. Mm-hmm. All you teams are located in Charlotte, so you got to be able to go to that team. And don't get me wrong; if you crash your car and all you need is a front clip put on it. Do you take it back to Delara, or do you take it, or do, you, do they send you a front clip and let you put it on? 
good question. I don't know how many of those things have been determined yet. That's uh, that's going to get into a whole bunch of, you know. It, it, it reminds me the the of the situation of unintended consequences. Oh, no question. And uh, along the same lines, there were 19-inch tires and wheels at that time, which made all the current brakes are obsolete. Wow. Well, that does open up a can of worms. Yeah, it's going to be uh, totally different. Uh, you know, of course, people say, we want a stock car. Well, this is going <laughs> about as far the other way as you can. But uh, supposedly, and I'm not privy to all the uh, dollars uh, figures, but supposedly, it's going to save money. Uh, every For time, who? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Every time I've heard of, of a, you know, sanctioning body say we're going to save you money, it usually winds up costing somebody money. Right. The only exception to that was when ARCA went to the, uh, you know, the manufactured engine. And uh, after uh, the first season was halfway through, people started realizing, hey, you know, it, it was a heck of a buy-in to start with. But, you know, now these engines are lasting a year and a half, and it's only $10,000 to rebuild them. So, you know, we are saving money. Yeah. But that's about the only thing I've seen, you know, that is saving money. Okay. One of the other things you mentioned was Matt DiBenedetto going to the 21 car. Can you give us any background on how that happened? Well, Paul uh, Menard uh, decided he wanted to spend more time with his family. Uh, so he told the Wood Brothers, you know, he was retiring at the end of the year. Uh, not completely. He might you know, still run some races here and there. But they said, well, what are we going to do for a driver? And he said, Matt Denabello. He said, you know, now, that's my only recommendation. So that deal came together pretty quick, and everybody's pretty happy about it. So Bernard actually recommended... D-man to, to come in and, and take his place. That is correct. That's pr that's pretty pretty stout. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think that made some of uh, Paul Menard's uh, decision to actually step aside when Matt was looking for a ride, and you know, everybody knew he didn't have a ride next year. So I think uh, Matt kind of thought, I mean, Paul actually thought of that and said, it's time for me to step to the side. Yeah, the Menard family are uh, class people any way you cut it. Right. And listen, I, I made the statement to Perry earlier in the show that I think Matt DiBenedetto can be one of the next superstars now that he's got a, a, a solid ride under him. Oh, uh, no question about it. A solid ride and, you know, he doesn't have to worry week to week, you know, whether he's going to have a job. Yeah. And he's actually what I call a hungry. He, That's right. He, he's looking for the win. I mean, he's mm -hmm. he's like uh, you to be a race car driver. You want to be a race car driver on Monday, not just on Sunday when you stepped out on the racetrack. Yeah, uh, a good race car driver, second place is no good. He wants to win. Yes, sir. All right. So we got about, what, five more about minutes? About five more minutes till we get to the top of the hour. And we appreciate Nelson Crozier coming on because 
I have yet to bring up a subject that Nelson couldn't talk knowledgeably about. So we really enjoy talking to you every week. We need your pick, Nelson. Yeah, let's do that before we, we we've made some picks. Run down the list for Nelson so he can see what's Perry wanted Brad Keselowski. Greg wants the twenty one car. Ronnie wants uh the eighteen car. Jada, my daughter, she's gonna take Kurt Bush in the one car and I'm gonna take the twenty two car. But now if you want Joey Logano, I'll step aside and let you have him. No, that's your definitely a good choice. Uh, I'll take the four car. Oh, here we go. That's what I suspected. (laughs) Now, we talked a little bit earlier about his race last week. And how was he so dominant, Nelson? There are so many different ways you can set up the car. You know, you can get it where it's lower down force and uh, and faster down the straightaway. But it's a little rougher through the turns. And I'm pretty sure that's what he had is. Reduced the downforce where it was just pumped fast, and he flat handled it regardless of downforce. That's right. Yeah, I told these boys here at the shop. Uh, I told them, I said, uh, I bet that car's sitting over in the corner up there at that shop. Now I bet you nobody's going to touch it. And I don't think they even want Mobile One to be taking off the side of it right now. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, you have a good time up there at Mount Airy with these guys. Uh, I know you done seen my brother up there, Mike, so now you can kind of halfway put two and two together. Absolutely. You know, it's sunny, almost sunny out here right now. Yep. Good. Well, listen, are you, are you going to be able to go to the track this week, or are you going to cover it from home? No, I'll cover it from home this week. Okay. Well, listen, Nelson, we, we really appreciate you calling in and talking to us every week you give us some insights that that not many other people are going to be able to give on, on their shows and I think you just make us that much better fine well I'm sure doing it alright folks that was Nelson Crozier and we're happy to have him on the show every week and like I say every week he is absolutely the smartest man I know if you actually talk to this fella, you can understand why you say that. I mean, that's uh, he come down here to the studio here yep. about three weeks ago, and just a, just a, you know, just a, and as nice a guy as you want to meet. Yes, he is, and unassuming. He doesn't let you know that how much he knows. You just figured out from talking to him that dang, he does know everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, just the angles, the way he goes at things. It I is. Mean, uh, but coming up here on our next break, after our next break, we're going to get back to some uh, local racing around here. We got a, a special guest coming in here on our show. It's going to be Braden Pruitt. I'm excited to talk to Braden because I think the last time I talked to her, she was 14 or 15. Probably so. Yeah. So it's, this, this is going to be fun. She's you. She took a little break from racing to start raising a family, and now she's back with a vengeance. She's back with a vengeance. She had a good race over at Cherokee Speedway last Saturday night over there. And uh, from what I hear, they run side by side for about four or five laps and come and got the white flag, and they were still actually side by side. And uh, we'll let her get into that just a little bit later on whenever we get talking to her. And uh, I'll let my daughter do this interview. And uh, since she's here to... Studio with us. All right, sounds good. Kick back and relaxed and ready to go. Yep. And uh, 
after that, we got some more stuff about Eldora Speedway. Eldora had the World 100 up there. And listen, I love watching races at Eldora. Oh, yeah. Tony Stewart does one fabulous job up there at Eldora. And uh, don't get me wrong, at one time, everybody was talking about Tony Stewart was trying to buy Cherokee Speedway. But I didn't know that. Yes, he was. and uh, But things just fell through. So uh, we fixing to go to this next break and uh, come on back. We are We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like French fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Up for style, up for performance, up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. 79 Rogues 199 Rogue Sports 0% or $6,000 off and new kicks 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too and credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up for Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs 
by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Well, once again, Perry Allen Wood's not here today. He is on assignment, as they say, in Mount Airy, North Carolina, along with Greg Moore. And in our studio, I'm Ronnie Black, and we have Allen Hill. Hill and his daughter, Jada Tesnier. And we've done an hour of NASCAR, and now we're going to get to the local tracks. And uh, we've got a young lady on here that we haven't had in a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad to have her back. And, Jada, you want to introduce her to the Absolutely. Folks? I am uh, privileged to invite uh, a good friend of mine, Braden Pruitt, on the show. Braden, are you with us? I'm here. Yay. Wonderful. Um, Braden, if you can tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, the car number, division, where you're from, information like that. All right. I'm from Shelby, North Carolina. I drive a 13 Toyota Camry and. Stop four. We mainly run at Cherokee. That's our home track, but we travel with the Monster Mini Series wherever they go. All right, and um, tell the folks how long you've been driving. Oh Lord! Um, <laughs> so I started out in go karts when I was around five years old. Started racing competitively, competitively around seven, and raced till I was about eleven or twelve, all up and down the East Coast in go karts. And then I moved into a car when I was 13, and I'm still here. So I'm 25. What is that, 12 years in a car? Sounds about like it. And you were winning right from the start, as I recall. Yeah, first race out in the four-cylinder, I was running third behind uh, Trent Ivy. I think it was Taylor Puckett or Zach Mitchell won. And coming off of four with about two laps to go, I, I hit the inside, I mean, the outside wall, got sideways, hit the brake. So, yeah, from straight out, we were competitive, and um, I had a fast car, had a good crew taking care of me, and I still do. So, you always got to have that drive to win, and I always had it from the beginning. Yes, you sure have. And, um, Braden, congratulations on your win last week at Cherokee Speedway. I understand that it was a very good race between you and another wonderful competitor, Jamie Madison. Um, give us your take on the race. Man, it was a wild race. So when we went out there, we started off the race, and I got under him going into three. Um, it was like the second lap of the race. And when I went down in there, I hit that mud and washed up in him, and I backed out of the gas. He wheel hopped me, 
And, uh, you know, I just spent the rest of the race just making sure I hit my mark every lap and running him down. And he had the block, the inside really blocked off. So I said, I'm going to have to go to the outside. So I ran a couple laps on the outside and I said, there's no way I'm going to get him. So I just went back to the inside and I, and just, I just kept pushing every lap. And I think with like two laps to go, I finally got beside of him. I think we ran side by side. So we, we took the white flag and. You know, you always got that person that you love racing against. And Jamie Madison is my favorite person to race side-by-side with. He is, I mean, he's so experienced. And it's it, it's actually, it's an honor to get to, to outrun somebody like him. He's had so much success on the track. And you can run door-to-door with him, and he's going to run door-to-door with you. And you know that you don't have to worry about each other taking, you know, one of you out. He says he, he'll, he'll drive you with the, the most respect I've ever driven with anybody. And those are the best kind of races, in my opinion. For sure. Um, so, Brayden went on to take the checkered flag. And, Brayden, what number of wins was that for this past season for you? Oh, maybe seven or eight. Brayden, you should know right off the bat how many <laughs> wins you've had this year. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know that you have been on and off the track um, with your car. I know that you've had some... Uh, highs and lows this season um but we know that it is a very busy race season coming up uh, for the fall so if you can tell listeners um what your lineup is for this season i know cherokee speedway has a big one coming up um for the is it, i believe it's mmsa what the nationals yes yes so nationals are coming up and then are you going to charlotte this year yes i am all right, so Braden will also be competing at Charlotte. And um, Braden, give us your perspective on Charlotte. I know that that is kind of the highlight of a uh, dirt track racer's, um, I guess, end of season race. Um, I know it's a big event, and everybody likes the prestigious uh, name of Charlotte Motor Speedway and what it brings to dirt track racing. Yeah, it's a total, it's a total different environment to begin with. Um, you know, I, I, my first year at Charlotte, I led half the race and carburetor bolt stud broke. And so the car started skipping. And then the second year we were at Charlotte, I, I, um, I couldn't race. Emerson was four weeks old. So I had to skip that one. Then the third year that we got to run there, which was last year, you know, I had bad luck all, all weekend and finally made it up to fifth or sixth place and may had a mental mistake and never skipped the second year. On the start, so, you know, this year going into Charlotte, I'm trying to look at it as another race and not, not being such a big race, but when you go back and you look at my history and you look at the racing wins that I've had in, in my career, Charlotte is the only big race that I've not won. And, you know, I, I think this year we have a car that's going to be very competitive, and, I, I mean, you know, I think that I have a really good chance of winning at Charlotte. So, um, I, I would say this is this is going to be my highlight this year of the race, and I really want to win it. But you know, it ain't. It's not up. It's not up to me if I win it or not. You know, if the good Lord sees fit that it's our chance, it's our time to win. We'll we'll win it. But um, you know, it's just amazing experience. The track's awesome. The it's just it's just it's total different environment than a regular Saturday night race at Cherokee. Absolutely. Um, now we all know that racing is typically known as a male-dominated sport, um, but tell me about your perspective as being a female driver, um, and not only a female driver, a very successful female driver. I absolutely love when 
we see kids in the pits and they come straight up to Braden, especially the little girls, and they want to climb in her car and have their picture made with her. And um, she certainly represents dirt track racing well. But um, Braden, if you'll give me your perspective, you know it, it, it's kind of sad that females don't get. I don't think they get the publicity and the acknowledgement that they should when when you go into a, a male dominated sport. But you know, all in all, I have to think that the the people that I've raced with all these years they they've respected me. You know, it might have taken some time, but um, they drive me like they would drive each other. Even though I am a female. And, you know, so that that's really good. I still don't I still think, you know, you have those people that don't want to see you succeed, but you every every racer's got that. It's just uh, you know, I, I feel like there's you know, when you start looking up into NASCAR and stuff, you've got more and more females starting to kind of run and even in dirt. And um so, you know, I think it's cool and you know, I you you know, being my best friend, that I, I'm dying for Emerson to race. So hopefully, you know, she makes it further than I do. Did if she wants to race, you know, my goal now. Everybody asks me when I'm going to move up, and my goal now is to, if that opportunity presents itself, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of it and, and move up my career. But you know, at this time, I'm really looking forward to, to running Emerson and and hopefully seeing her succeed, maybe make it to NASCAR one day or. Even run a, I, I think I'd rather watch it run a super late model tour than, um, than the NASCAR circuit. But I just like dirt, so you know I think it's just it, as I think as the the generations change, I think females are becoming more present. And you know there are a lot of good female drivers that I feel like should have made NASCAR, but you know we didn't because nobody wanted to take a ch- take a chance on a female. Well, let so. me ask you this, uh, Braden. Do you have a track that if if you had your your choice of going to to race dirt or, or asphalt, where would you go? Oh, dirt. Well, if I had the chance, I would love to run Eldora. I mean, I think everybody wants to run at Eldora. But, you know, I, I, honestly, if you go to, to a local track and you pick around from here, I would say Cherokee. I mean, you know, if, if I had to pick a track around here, it would be it would be Cherokee. As far as asphalt goes, man, I've been to Daytona, and that place is huge. That would be <laughs> awesome to run there. Um, just trying to walk up the bank in at Daytona is, is rough, so I couldn't imagine just sitting in a car being with that much force and you know being so banged in the corners. It, it has to be an awesome experience, and the speed. Whew. <laughs> Well, I know that you mentioned um, Emerson, so um, if you will tell everyone about Emerson, uh, she certainly is one of the highlights of our Saturday nights. Um, she used to be pushed around in the carriage, and now Brayden has her in her own little car around Cherokee Speedway. So I have a two, well, she'll be two years old, September 27th, little girl, and she loves racing, and, and it's, it's it's in her blood. She's been around it. Uh, her first race was actually at Charlotte. She was four weeks old. When I took her, I started racing back after I had her when she was six weeks old. So she didn't have a choice but to love it. But, you know, we, we go over to my grandparents' house, and the first thing she says is, Mommy, I want to see Vroom Vroom. Or if we're at the racetrack, she, she'll she'll find somebody that's going to let her sit in her race car. Cause she's hard, it's hard to get her out, so a lot of times we don't let her sit in it. So she'll go... <laughs> working her way over to somebody else and cut them eyes at them to get them to let her uh, sit in her, um, their race car. But, you know, she's 
she's a highlight of our world, and, and like I said, I, I can't wait to see her succeed in whatever she chooses to do, whether it be racing or not. Um, but, yes, yeah, she's a special little thing. Well, whenever Braden's out on the track, um, Emerson knows exactly what car Mommy is in. And so whenever she comes around turn four to take turn one or to take the green flag, it's go, Mommy, go. So um, <laughs> I always love watching her whenever Braden's on the track. Okay, now, uh, something that, that a lot of parents don't have to worry about, you as, as a parent would have to worry about, is the, the protection from the noise for the kids that small. With her at the track that small, do you have trouble keeping the, the, the ear protection on for her? Well, when she was a baby, I ordered some earmuffs for her, and she wore them, and, and I talked to a audiologist, and he we were going to make some special ear molds for her, but he said to get the swimmer's ears, so we've done that. But, you know, I, I, I probably fail at keeping her ears protected, but the child will not keep them in her ears at this point in time. <laughs> and uh, the noise does not bother her. You know, we'll, we'll crank the car up in the shop, and... And she'll just sit there and look at it. Actually, typically, she's sitting in the car. So the noise really doesn't bother her at all. I do worry about her ears, you know, in the in the future. But I can still hear, and I, I never had ear, ear protection. So, um, you know, I think she'll be okay. But as far as noise goes, she, she it doesn't faze her one bit. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing her more on pit lane. Um, Brayden, I know that you had mentioned about moving up and and you know i think it's always a um controversial topic when when drivers are successful in one class and fans and um other crew members think that you should move up so to speak to another division but actually you were the driver of a limited sportsman car a few years back um and if i'm not mistaken want to race in in a car there yeah uh, so you know i when I moved up to Limited Sportsman, I think a lot of people had their doubts. And I'm not exactly sure the amount of races I, I ran, but I think it was around like 10 races maybe. And uh, I, so I did win. And, and actually, you know, I, I outran Danny that night. He was running second. So, you know, to go out there and outrun somebody like Danny that has raced and, and been dom dominated that um, that class, you know, to go out there and outrun somebody like him, it it. it it meant a lot to me because, you know, it built my confidence back up and I knew that I could drive anything that I, that I sat down in. Sure. Um, so now if you, you were know, presented a package deal for a limited sportsman car or let's say, um, crate lake model, would you drive it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that answer before yeah. I asked. <laughs> well, um, Braden, we know that sponsors make racing possible. So if you want to go ahead and give a shout out to all your sponsors that put that 13 in victory lane. All right. So first off, I just want to thank Robbie Gillum. He has built an awesome race car. This is his first car that he's ever built from the ground up. And, and it has been so successful. And we've already had people calling asking us to build them one for next year. So I just really want to give a special shout out to him. He has he has done so much work. My grandpa and Leon they've worked they worked so hard on this car. Um, uh, I also want to thank. Then we'll get into the sponsors: Dave Dobbins Grading and Land Clearing, Cleveland Transmission, Bob Smart from Lake City, Tennessee, Team LRA, Spartan Hydraulics, Auto Parts You Pull, and Scrap Metal Shelby, Davis Diesel Service, Field Starter and Alternator, Shelby Alarm Company. Auto 
Clark's Automotive Towing and Recovery, CP Metal Crafters, Davis Racing Monitors, All Purpose Graphics, Jerry Gant with BP Racing Field, and I want to thank Joe and Linda for their support this year as well. That's a lot of sponsors, Braden. <laughs> we need about half of those sponsors for the 25T. Um, well, we certainly appreciate you coming on. Of course, uh, we wish you much success in the final season um, or final, I guess, part of our season coming up for the 19 year. And um, look forward to hopefully seeing that 13 in Victory Lane. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you later on. All right, sounds good. Thank you. That was Braden Pruitt, driver of the 13 car. Does a wonderful job every week at Gaston oh, Speedway. Absolutely. And listen, when she came on this show when she was about 14, she did a good job then of presenting herself, and she's even better now. Absolutely. So thanks a lot for getting her on the show. And we've got to take another break, guys. It's time for our, some some commercial messages, and we will be back right after this on Start Your Engines. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. 
When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Ultima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan Abreer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan Abreer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You are on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. Now bigger and better at 98.3 FM. And welcome back to Dark Engines here on Fox Sports South. Uh... We're getting into our final, well, let's just say our white flag lap. Yeah, we're come, coming around the third turn right now, yep. getting ready to head to the fourth. Yep. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening in today. And uh, we had a big race up here at Eldora Speedway, Tony Stewart's racetrack. We've had the World 100 up there and Jonathan Davenport from right down here, Georgia, a.k.a. Superman. He drove the last 70 laps without power sterning. He won the $52,000. A good payday for him, much less the, the trophy of being saying the World 100. That's prestigious in itself. Yes, it is. Uh, another prestigious thing is the 50-50 drawing. They had almost 30,000 <laughs> spectators there. Wow. The 50-50 drawing, the guy walked away with 80,489. Holy crap. He actually got more money than what the than driver. the winner. <laughs> Listen, we're happy to see a $200 50-50 at Cherokee Speedway. Much less an $80,000 one. But uh, I believe if the... I like the trophy. I like it, World 100 trophy. About like... uh, Yeah, I'd take that $80,000 in a minute. Well, that's... uh, Did you see the Brickyard trophy? Boy, that thing was pretty. Yeah. That's... uh, the Brickyard Trophy, as far as them, talking about them kissing the bricks and stuff like that, Kevin Harvick with his whole family out there, his little yeah. girl and stuff. Now, that was uh, that was the thing. The little boy actually wanted to crawl in the race car, and I don't think Daddy let him. <laughs> uh, he wanted to go for the ride down the front straight away, and yep. I don't think Daddy let him ride this time. And uh, But uh, that was something else there. And uh, Plus, we're going to get into some of our local racing here. Last week at Cherokee Speedway, the winner in the 602 open wheel modified was Jesse Rocket again. 
That, that name, that rocket, that's something else there. Jeremy Steele was second, third place, Greg Barham. Sika Late Model, first place, Dale Tim. Second place, Timbo Magnum. Third place, Travis Steele. 602 Late Models, first place, Austin Mintz. Second place, Paris Simmons. Third place, Justin Mintz. Extreme Four, first place, Mason Mack. Second place, Scott Collinger. Third place, Brandon Spregler. And the Durance Lane, this was the big event over at Cherokee Speedway last week. Durance Lane was kind of like our division, kind of like limited sportsmen, except it's uh, a few different rule changes. And uh, we couldn't actually make all the rule changes to our car to actually run in this race. Uh, they had actually a 40-lap a main event there. It paid 5000 to win. First place went to Jason Hollis. Second place went to Brooks Strength. Third place went to Sean Washam. Uh, I think fourth place, we had a local uh, race car driver. See. Fourth place went to Ben Watkins. Um, a lot of our local boys participated in this race. Um, we were certainly rooting them on. Kayla McLaughlin uh, had a strong finish at 14. He had some, uh, I believe, overheating of the engine. Ricky Green, um, was he finished sixth. He had started off, I believe, outside pole. And uh, maybe second lap had a flat tire, had to come in and get that changed. So he came from 25th all the way back to 6th. Uh, Tyler Love finished 7th. Tyler Love was actually the fastest qualifier for this race. Um, I believe he received a $300 bonus for that. And um, after the race, believe... Maybe it was his transmission that had broken, so he was not able to make the main uh, the heat race. So therefore, had to start in the rear of that race as well. Um, this was a race that received a lot of talk around town, so to speak, for dirt track um, because uh, I believe it, his name was Philip Hathcock. He promoted the three wide start, and if anyone knows Cherokee Speedway, we have never had a three wide start. So this was an inaugural start. Um, How did it go? It actually went pretty good. Um, <laughs> Dad's laughing at me. <laughs> um, they made it three laps and no caution. Um, I was actually watching on Race Monitor. Um, Danny was in the infield at Harris Speedway. So I, I stood at a point uh, at the racetrack because we know Harris has no Wi-Fi signals. So I was watching it on Race Monitor, and um, as soon as they went green, I counted to myself. They One, two, three. Um, so a lot of people, including myself, said that they would never make it to the first turn, um, but they did. And um, these guys actually have a, a race coming up at Carolina Speedway this coming weekend, um, and the... Durant's Lane race was a $5,000 payday, as Dad said, um, but the trophy for this one was quite unique. Um, it was a woodwork uh, Cherokee Indian uh, representing Cherokee Speedway, so a lot of guys wanted that um, trophy, but um, this week they'll be going for a $10,000 payday at Cherokee Speed. I mean, excuse me, at Carolina Speedway. Um, I'm certainly hoping the rain uh, Mother Nature will cooperate to get this race in. Um, and I know a lot of our our fellas that were in this race will be participating, including uh, Kayla McLaughlin and Ricky Green, Ben Watkins, Tyler Love, um, probably Marty Reed, Damon Crump. Um, 
Bradley Weaver. We look for all of them to participate, and I certainly wish these guys the best of luck. As um, and, you know, th- this these types of races with these kind of purses bring out uh, crews all over the southeast, um, from Mississippi to Alabama, Georgia. Um, so, and and you know. Whenever they come up here on a on a three day show, um, I noticed one picture on Facebook. They're changing setup in the Walmart parking lot um, because they don't have a shop up here locally. And uh, I noticed our guys had reached out to a lot of uh, visitors saying, "Come to my shop. I've got a lift and AC. You're more than welcome." Um, <laughs> so you got to love a Southern hospitality. Um, but that race is next Friday and Saturday. Dad, you want to go ahead and get into that show? Yes, they're going to start off on uh, Thursday, September 19th with open practice. Friday, September 20th, qualifying in heat races. And then on uh, September 21st, they got the last chance for the non-qualifiers. And like she said, this is a $10,000 to win main event. It is actually a 60-lap main event. Uh, a lot of these boys... Our local boys have never run 60 laps. Uh, That's a long race for a dirt track. That's going to be a long it race. is. Uh, matter of fact, uh, we was talking about it before. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, our car's only got a 16-gallon fuel cell to actually run this race. Some of these boys going to have to step up by different fuel cells because you're going to have to have a little bit more gas to run 60 more laps, especially if you have caution flags. And... Uh, for one reason, I just don't like toting fuel. Oh, well, you know how I feel about that in the event of a fire. Yep. Well, well, let me ask you this while you're talking about that. Do you generally run a smaller fuel cell than you would need for that? Uh, well, locally, we only run 12 to 20 laps for a main event. Right. And a lot of times that we can get by with 8 to 10 gallons of fuel. And I see a lot of these boys with these 32-gallon fuel cells that they actually put, you know... Instead of actually adding lead to the race car, they actually just fill it up with fuel. Well, you you just sitting on a time bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, lead will not burn. Yeah. And I think um, given the the event of Mitchell Henderson at Hare Speedway when his car completely caught on fire in a matter of eight seconds, um, some guys should be changing their minds on filling up the fuel tank, but... That's my personal opinion on that one. Um, also, um, the pre-entry for this race is $100. Gate entry is $150. Um, also running this event is Crate Sportsman, Renegade, Super Street, and Durance Lane um, for this one-time event. So it should be a great one. Um, like I said, hopefully Mother Nature will communicate. Um, excuse me, cooperate, and we can get this race in. Because, unfortunately, Carolina Speedway was canceled last night due to rain. Um, And they had a great show lined up for the sprint cars. And looks like the sprint cars will be headed to Cherokee Speedway tonight. Um, If you want to go ahead and get into the lineup tonight for Cherokee Speedway, Dad. Okay, Cherokee Speedway. They also have uh, limited sportsmen. They also have these wing sprint cars there. They also uh, going to have uh, seek a Thunder Bomber series, the Renegades, Stop Fours, Extreme Fours, and Young Guns going to be at Cherokee Speedway tonight. Uh, 
This is a big uh, event there for the Wing Sprint Outlaws. Uh, everybody knows these cars. They go around these racetracks just about like a, a bullet. And uh, it's going to be a lot of good racing there. The 602 Open Wheel Modifieds. Everybody knows Tack Brown, one of our local drivers from down here in Union. He'll be in this uh, division here. He will be. Um, I think he may be transferring out of that division, though, into a different one. I think Tack's done a very good job of trying to make that Open Wheel Modified work for him. And um, unfortunately, has has had the better uh, turn down from time to time in that car. But gates open at 4.30. Um, I believe grandstands, I want to say $20 to get in. Pits are $30. It should be a great show. Um, do note that Harris Speedway has canceled for tonight, and Traveler's Rest is not running this weekend. They, they did have a big race lined up, but unfortunately, um, they have been rescheduled for a different weekend. So, Looks like Cherokee Speedway is the only dirt track uh, within, I'd say, 50, 75 miles that'll be running tonight. Yep. But Travers Rest, they also had a big race last uh, weekend. And uh, we're going to get down to the finishing order. Crate Sportsman, Timmy Smith was first in Crate Sportsman. Second place was Dustin Taylor. Third place was Brian Harrelson. Pure Stock, William McGrew. Second, what? Kevin Nations, third, Michael Hedlund, Thunder Bomber Futures. As the guys that have not won in this division, they uh, once you win about three races in this division, they're going to make you move on up. But first place went to Joe Anders. Second place went to Terry Kreisman. Third place went to Michael Thompson. Extreme Four. First place went to Ricky Hill. Second place went to Tyler Caps. Third place went to Chris Coggins. The Thunder Bombers. This is the boys that's actually won races in these divisions. First place went to Tanner Fortune. Second place went to Timmy Smith. Third place went to Tyler Guys. And then we had the Renegade 8, which paid $1,000. First place went to a guy that we had on this show here about four or five weeks ago, Wally Fowler. So he must be done with his peaches and his uh, squash, and he's bringing them race cars back out. He's going to show these boys how to... Get around the racetrack. Second place went to Michael Barbary. Third place went to Josh Burgess. Okay. So now, like Jada said, Harry Speedway has been canceled out tonight. The only place we can think about going tonight is going to be uh, Cherokee Speedway. So uh, that means I've got to get busy. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were sitting here last week and uh, messed around and went to... Uh, I, she sent me a post that said that Harris was speeding Speedway was going to run limited sportsman last week, going to pay $1,000 to win. And I texted her husband. I said, uh, we going to Harris. And um, he just looked and smiled. Next thing I know, we, uh, I got up from here and went. We changed gears and stuff and changed a little bit of setup. We went up there to Harris and messed around and started on the outside the front row. And it was on from then on. I know you got out here in an awful big hurry last Saturday morning. Well, that's uh, that's that's sometimes you got to work on race cars. That's the racing life. But uh, also in that division, we had uh, Pure Stock up there at Harris Speedway. Uh, Chris Jones won in the Pure Stock uh, V6. Hudson won in V6. Front wheel drive McGrew and Young Guns. His son McGrew. So uh, a lot of good racing went on up there at Harris Speedway. 
You know when you win the race at Harris Speedway, it's a lot of good racing going on. And let's go to a break. Uh, we'll be back right after this final break of the show, and we'll finish up with our local racing. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Do you feel it? Start your engines here on Fox Sports South. Uh, getting back into some of our local races. We're getting down to the end of the season here. And uh, 
We starting to have some of these big races around here. We're going to have the Tribal Nationals. They call them Tribal Nationals over here at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, tonight's going to be the pretty much the last race before the Tribal Nationals. So yes, uh, the track will be off um, on the twenty first and the twenty eighth, and they will come back on October the third, fourth, and fifth. It is the Tribal Nationals, but um, a couple weeks ago they did a press release, and it will n- now be the Mike Duval Memorial Race. Okay, and cool. and the Mike Duval Memorial Race will also have the World of Outlaws um, coming to Cherokee Speedway, where I did see Scott Bloomquist and Chris Madden have um, already announced that they will be there and plan to run that race. So that will be uh, World of Outlaws. I understand that the purse is over a hundred thousand dollars for all of the payouts. So. Um, Appreciate Cherokee Speedway. That's huge. It is huge. Um, they they certainly want to remember a wonderful legend, uh, Mike Duvall, who passed away a couple years ago, and um, we certainly uh, remember him. and And certainly, it's only fitting to have a race named in his memory. Um, at that race, there will be the World of Outlaws Late Model Series. There'll also be Limited Sportsman, Crate Sportsman, 602 Open Wheel Modified, Renegade, Thunder Bomber. Um, all divisions will qualify and run heats for the Tribals. Saturday, the Limited Sportsman's $2,000, Crate Sportsman, 2000 602 Open Wheel Modified, 2000 Renegade, 2000 Thunder Bomber, 2000 Thunder Series 602 late models will be $1,200, and the 604 crate late model will be $1,500. So certainly that will be a huge event at Cherokee Speedway. Um, can't wait for it. And um, I, I did see a, a sketch, I believe, of a T-shirt that is going to be provided for sale that evening, and it's a really nice shirt uh, commemorating Mike Duvall. Um, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks, maybe you can get Mitchell. Duval, his son, who will certainly be running in that race, or Dylan Duval, his grandson, on. And uh, people don't realize this when Mike Duval was actually coming to Cherokee Speedway, ever so often he'd bring his two seater car over oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember one of the last times Mike Duval had his two seater over there. It was Mother's Day weekend. Um, I don't know how many years ago. And it was only $20 to ride in, in the passenger seat. And I believe it was maybe five laps. And after getting buckled in and, and he looked over at me, he said, are you okay? And I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, well, hold on, honey. And I said, well, <laughs> I'll do my best. And there wasn't a really a bar to hold on to. Um, so after I went around five laps and uh, he came around and unbuckled me and, and I... I went back over to Dad and Danny, and I said, how much did y'all end up paying him? And they said, why do you say that? I said, y'all had to pay him, I know, $40, because I went more than five laps, because all (laughs) I felt like is I was going in the turns. Um, So certainly a new perspective whenever I sat in that car. Um, But certainly... Did it make you want to get it in one and drive it? No, sir, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I was happy to come down pit lane real fast. (laughs) So now you know what Braden goes through. I can't imagine. I have a totally different respect for for drivers um, after sitting in that car. Um, Also another V8 National uh, that's coming up at Traveler's Rest is the Robert Bradley V8 Nationals. But it's also going to be the round two of the Limited Sportsman Pro Series. 
Um, I know we had a lot of drivers participate in the first series that Travelers Rest put on, I want to say, in the middle of August. Um, so this will be September 27th. We'll be practicing qualifying. Um, 28th is actually the the final event. Limited Sportsman will be 1,500 to win. Crate Sportsman Renegade Combined, 1,500 to win. Thunder Bomber to win it will be $1,000. Pure Stock, 800. Extreme 4, 600. Young Guns, 400. So um, this is actually the Thunder Bomber Classic that will be combined, like I said, with the Robert Bradley V8 Nationals and the Round 2 of the Limited Pro Series. So that will be a, a very um, well-attended event. Cherokee will not be running that week. Um, so certainly look forward to honoring uh, Robert Bradley as well. Yep. Robert Bradley drove for years and years. Everybody, a lot of people remembers him. Uh, he used to drive a race car. He used to have on the side of it called Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was uh, he was Outlaw. And uh, But he built a lot of good race cars over the years. Uh, really good person. He actually was a tech man up there at Harris Speedway. And uh, we would take our car and go up there to Harris Speedway. And we actually had to weigh 33.25. And he, when Danny would go across scales, the rest of the boys was sitting here weighing 3,200 pounds. Because uh, we actually had some aftermarket heads on our car. And for Cherokee Speedway, you had to add extra 125 pounds or actually 100 pounds and then we had something else on the car that we had to add 25 to but uh robert would call me up on monday and he'd say you need to put your car on diet (laughs) i said robert are you telling me that i can come across scales at 3200 pounds he said all i'm telling you is you need to put your car on a diet (laughs) (laughs) but uh We'd always go up there weighing thirty three twenty five. I mean, that's uh, that's the way the rules read, and that's the way we was going to go. So, uh, like I said, Robert Bradley was a, a fine person here, and uh, really do miss some of these guys. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. Yep. Uh, some of our uh, local stuff that we're going to have coming up is going to be, uh, like Jada said, we're going to try to get Mitchell Duval in here, talk to Mitchell a little bit far as uh his racing career has been about like his daddy's he's been dominant over the years and uh he is from what i talked to him uh last thursday night over at cherokee speedway i think he might be moving up to the limited sportsman next year and uh something about him moving up to limited sportsman is just gonna make competition get better absolutely yes it does uh between you got some of the big names here between uh Danny Tesnier, Wally Fowler, Mitchell Duval, Bradley Weaver, and this limited sportsman. Everybody t- talks about this class. Is uh, I ain't gonna say they call it a dying class, but from what we've seen over at Cherokee Speedway about three weeks ago, we had fifteen top race cars over there, and they put on a show. It was a great race. Okay, something else that's that's local but not dirt track is you know we talk a lot about Jeremy Clements on the show. Yep, because he's he's one of our local drivers that's still doing pretty well. Does great, I think, for the equipment that he's able to afford. And one of his sponsors is Travers Tools in uh, Duncan. And on October the eleventh, that's a Friday, from seven thirty a.m. I believe it's seven thirty a.m. to two p.m. Yes, it is. Yeah, and I hit the wrong button on my phone and made it come up come alive on me 
I was reading the stuff off of it. It's from 7.30 to 2. They're going to have a customer appreciation day at Travers Tools. And Danny's, I mean, uh, Jeremy's going to be there with his car. So if you would like to go meet uh, Jeremy Clements and see his race car on October the 11th, he's going to be at Travers Tools in Duncan. And that's just off 85 at the Duncan exit. If you go behind the QT, down behind Hampton Inn, that's where Travers Tools is. And they're going to be there all day. Yep. Yeah, all you do is go southbound Interstate 85. And if you keep looking to the left, you'll see Travelers Tools. Great, a big building. Big right old on, sign on the left. Old sign on the left. And if you ever went into that place, they've got anything that you can actually think about as far as tools. Absolutely, they do. Uh, great place there. Glad to see that they sponsor some of our local race car drivers and stuff like that. And, and they actually do some football. I they think. do. They, they're one of the uh, sponsors of the Rebels. Yep. So, support our local businesses that support our people. Absolutely. Also to mention, uh, Chris Madden um, is doing great. He actually climbed back in his super late model. um, Finished the Eldora World of Outlaws uh, fifth. His teammate and car owner, Scott Bloomquist, was sixth. And looks like Smokey is actually sitting on... The outside pole for tonight's race, Lucas Oil Race in Knoxville. Um, so we certainly wish him the best and hope to see that car in victory lane tonight. Absolutely. Now, there, there is a website that you can go to to get a lot of these races. Do you know what that is, Jada? Well, we actually have an app on a smartphone called Race Monitor. I believe it is a free app, and you can watch and subscribe to your local dirt track races as well as the bigger races, um, as su- such as Eldora, Knoxville, um, any track. Um, but I think it's it's not only limited to dirt track, it also has other okay. races around the country. So cool. it is a very neat um, app, especially if you're, you're sitting at one track and you want to know what's going on at the other. It certainly does uh, keep things handy. Okay, and we've got about, we've got about uh, five minutes left in the show. And let's see, you told us that Harris is already postponed tonight, right? It has. Have you heard anything else that, that we need to know about? I think Cherokee Speedway is still sitting on go for tonight. Um, but as far as I know, that that is the only thing. I know uh, Mother Nature certainly didn't cooperate with some of our um, football games last night in the upstate, uh, as well as uh, dirt track racing. So, um Hopefully, we can get the, the race in. I think it's just supposed to be overcast today and uh, certainly looking for a great, tacky track tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, matter of fact, we're sitting here in the studio, and there's no windows to where we can actually see outside, so <laughs> I, I, cannot, I cannot actually <laughs> see if it's raining or not. <laughs> I thought that y'all had windows in the studio, and y'all don't. No, y'all are like... The, our only window goes back to the room where all the equipment is. I see that. <laughs> So you don't know if it's sunny, raining? No. We don't even know if it's daylight. Yep. Wow. But uh, we had uh, some some of our local guests here as far as drag racing goes. Drag racing, they actually in NHRA have got down to Maple Grove Speedway in Reading, Pennsylvania. This is their actually their first points race. Uh, they actually had round one of Funny Car and Top Fuel qualifying. That was on last night. If anybody watched it, it was an exciting deal. Uh Bob Tesca and Funny Car actually went 335 miles an hour. Mm. Let me check. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty quick. And yeah. he got out and he bragged about it and said, "I want to see somebody beat that." Well, guess what? Somebody did. Ron Cap stepped up to the plate in that Napa car and he went three thirty nine. And I'm sitting there going, man. But uh, we're talking about women in the sports. Uh, we got Brittany Force. Everybody knows Brittany Force. She's yes. in the top fuel. And uh, Leah Pritchett. They qualified first and second as far as round one and round two qualifying went. So uh, we got some women in this sport. Uh, everybody knows that these two women, Brittany Force is daughter of John Force. John Force is actually, he is... He is sitting back in about tenth, and uh, but John actually won at Indy for the big race out there at Indianapolis, and uh, it's funny that they hold uh, the big drag race, and they just about a week later come in there and hold the big NASCAR race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's always fun. It, it, it was fun to watch. Oh yeah, anytime you can watch these top fuel. Funny cars go down that racetrack, and uh, just imagine how you can go from a standing start to 339 miles an hour in a quarter of a mile. That, that's a lot of G-force. Yes, it it's is. It's got to be a, a strong adrenaline rush. <laughs> I can't imagine. Actually, well, would, would you like a ride along with that, Jada? No, thank yeah. you. Actually, uh, if you watch these boys, they actually had... Uh, Round two qualifying, it was actually in the in the evening time, and it just about got dark up there. It was kind of cool. People had fires going around the racetrack, and they was talking about how cool it was, and everybody knows that cool air makes horsepower, and cool air makes a fast racetrack. And uh, to see these cars go down that racetrack and see them flames coming out of them hairs, and it was turning a bright lime green, and you know that they was flat putting it down. And uh, I'd like to say that we got a local racetrack over here, Greer Dragway. They've been putting on good shows over at Greer Dragway here lately. And uh, Danny's got a bunch of local friends that's been racing over at Greer Dragway. And Jada used to go over to Greer Dragway. Yep, sure did. Whenever we were dating, Danny uh, certainly drove his drag car. He was very successful in that. And um, I know that they're probably getting ready for the, I believe it was called the Turkey Trot at Greer Dragway. Yeah. Um, that was always fun. Um, so, yeah, um, we do have a lot of friends that are still successful over there and, and certainly wish them luck as, as they continue out their season. Um, I actually go over and buy our racing fuel from uh, Greer Dragway and uh, buying a 55-gallon drum over there. And every time I go over there, two or three fellows see that tag on the front of that truck, and they come running up to me, and they ask me how Danny's doing and stuff <laughs> like that. And I said, well, we doing good. And they said, well, tell him we miss him over here at Greer Dragway. <laughs> I said, well, he's still got his drag car. It's sitting in the shop. And, yeah. uh, but uh, he kind of likes this dirt racing. He actually... Uh, if you watched him up there at Harris Speedway last Saturday night, he put on a show up at Harris Speedway. And, uh, that's. Well, the car was good. And y'all picked the right setup. And, um, it certainly made its way to Victory Lane, um, after a, a second, uh, position in the, in the heat race. So. Well, we're, we're slowly coming to the end of this show. We've got just a few more seconds left. I want to thank Alan. And Jada for coming in here today, making the show possible with our our two main guys out of the state. And we're going to be back again next week. And do you know yet who you're going to have on the show? 
Uh, we may have uh, Mitchell Duval. I'll talk to him over here. Yep. He'll be at Cherokee Speedway. I'll talk to Mitchell Duval, see if we can't get him lined up here and make sure he ain't got nothing in his schedule as far as that is. And I'll try to get Perry Wood to give me some of his uh, notes. Okay, that'll be great. Thanks to all the new listeners out there. Appreciate everyone listening in, and thanks for having me. Like to thank Lanny McKinney. We can't absolutely got to thank Lanny. He does a great job for us. And uh, thank everybody for listening today. And as Perry says, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Listen to our programming anywhere on the web at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports 1400, WSBG Spartanburg.